0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome to America's <laughs> Web Radio. We've got a special edition. Now. We have got a gentleman that's brought limes in.
1: That's no gentleman. Effective, well, he brought
0: limes in for yeah. a special yeah. show yeah. on
2: uh, the coronavirus. Yeah. And on point, so are we on point? Pastor? We are gonna be on point, point. and you use that term, gentlemen, loosely.
0: <laughs> I did very
2: loosely. <laughs> very loosely. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's uh, with everything that's going on, and 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 there's so much. Uh, there's a lot that's not being told. let me put it that way and, and instead of coming on here and, and and saying that there's misinformation because that's going to be reported the wrong way and we'll get all kinds of emails and we we don't want to do that uh, but well don't don't get me wrong I don't mind your email so so you can do that but uh uh, but so I don't want to come in here and talk about misinformation. I just want to come out here and, uh, we want to talk about what's not being said. Uh, because there's a whole lot that's not being told and, and, and the mainstream media is a culprit. The, the Democrat Party is a culprit. And I know the minute I mention that, there are going to be people out there that say, oh my gosh, you're, you're politicizing this. Well, no. America's Web Radio is not politicizing. On Point with Victor is not politicizing. Your media, your lamestream media is and your Democrat Party. I'm sorry. It may not be everybody on the Democrat Party, but a majority of the people—the Schumer's, the Pelosi's, the the um, Adam Schiffless shift, and uh, the the gang of those—just look, most of them. I, I'm sorry to say, uh, but they have taken this as a chance to weaponize something that 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 is, that is really awful. Something that the American people must endure right now. Um, something that we must all be vigilant with. And, and and we must act appropriately, of course, but you know what? We are Americans, and we've faced down bigger threats than this, and I'm going to refer to this theme today as, "'We Are Americans.'" Because we are. There's no place in the world like the United States. There's no people in the world like Americans. There's no culture like the culture of America. And yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we here in the United States have a culture, and we do have an identity. We are Americans. And this should be the most on the forefront of of everything right now because we have faced down much bigger, bigger – Obstacles, um, big threats. You know, we've done it. And and I'm not minimizing the threat of the Wuhan virus. Look, folks, this is a virus that was created in Wuhan, China. Uh, don't send me the emails telling me your conspiracy theories and, and, and blaming Trump. Because this isn't the Trump virus. Trump wasn't sitting in a lab somewhere with a lab coat. I mean, come on. Listen, look. <laughs> Let me be a little bit... Uh, Well, yeah, I am going to say it. You have a group here in the media and the Democrats that are trying to convince you that uh, on one day, Trump is the dumbest guy to ever hold the office. Trump is a bumbling idiot. This is what they tell you on a daily basis. But then now we're supposed to believe that Trump was such a brilliant scientist that he was able to conjure up the coronavirus, COVID-19. He was able to conjure this up and release it to the world. And somehow he was able to sneak it into China, communist China. Um, this is some of the things that are out there, folks. And, and, and look, don't waste your time giving fodder to some of the silliness that is coming out uh, and, and these, these just conspiracy theories that are out there. This virus, the Wuhan virus, the China virus, COVID-19 was created in Wuhan, China. Now was it created by a communist regime because they had you know, they have a reason to cause havoc in the United States? They have a reason to cause havoc around the globe? Hey, that is a viable theory. Um, was it created in a market? Was Did it come from bats which a lot of these do come from and the Chinese people do eat bats? <laughs> and look, you may be laughing, but This virus has been traced to a, at least the, the the prevailing theory right now amongst almost everyone that uses common sense and follows the actual line, um, has been leading back to a live animal market in Wuhan, China. Okay? So, drop the conspiracy crap. This is a Wuhan, this is a Wuhan virus. And don't give me this, you're racist for calling it the Wuhan virus. Uh, look. Folks, I'm always telling you to do research. You can go on YouTube. You can go back just a couple of months ago and CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, CBS, all of them were referring to the virus as the Wuhan virus. They were referring to it as the China virus. And and there was nothing wrong with them doing that. But, but look, folks, here's what I'm here to tell you today is I want you to pay attention to what you're being told. I want you to remember that you are an American. You could stand up to anything. We, the American people, when we stand together, nothing can knock us down. So I want you to pay attention and, and do your own research. Look back to what the media was saying just two months ago. They were all calling it the Wuhan virus because that is the appropriate thing to do. Uh look let me go down a list real quick. Guiana worm worm. This was a virus. And why was it called the Guiana worm? Because it originated in Guiana on the coast which is you know the coast of West Africa. The West Nile virus. Why was it called the West Nile West Nile virus and still today? Because that's where it originated. The German measles. Look it up folks. We had the German measles. Why was it called the German measles? Because it originated in Germany. The Ross River fever. Why was it called the Ross River fever? Because it originated in Ross. Fe- you see where I'm going with this, folks? Uh, I could go on. The Ebola. The Ebola fever. Why was it called the Ebola fever? Why was it called the Ebola breakout? Because it originated in the, from the Ebola river in Zaire. Um. <clears throat> The uh, Marburg virus. The Lassa fever. I could go on and on and on. Uh, Let's bring it home a little bit. The St. Louis Encephalitis. I can never say that. But uh, why? Because it originated in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, Folks, that is what we've been doing for years and 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 years uh the the where the virus originates is how it gets its name so it should be no difference but now what you should be asking yourself is why two months ago it was okay for CNN MSNBC and and the rest of them to refer to it as the Wuhan virus but today suddenly You're a racist, Trump's a racist, everybody's a racist who will refer to it as the Wuhan virus. Why have they changed? Well, that's easy, folks. Communist China and the communist regime, led by Xi Jinping, this guy got ticked off and had his state media start running around screaming and calling the U.S. and anyone else, oh, you're racist if you call it the Wuhan virus. And then they started telling their people... Look, this is a communist regime who to this day still has concentration camps. They still have re-education camps. You can call them what you want, but they have them. Uh, This is a country in China, a communist regime, that sends Muslims on a daily basis to re-education camps and Christians and, and who else knows who's in these camps. This is a country that when a doctor, when the doctor in China, in Wuhan, China, sounded the alarms... They arrested him and forced him to, to re, let's just say they reprimanded him. He had to go out and say, Oh no, I was wrong. They, this is a government, the communist China, who covered up the outbreak of the Wuhan virus as long as they could. So again, why on earth would our media and our Democrats take a cue from com- a communist regime who tried to cover up the Wuhan virus. The Wuhan virus is is a bigger outbreak in China because they tried to cover it up. They have many, many, many deaths needlessly because they tried to cover it up. The doctor that sounded the alarm is dead today because of a communist government regime, and yet we have a government here, Democrats, and maybe some establishment Republicans, who knows. And you've got a lamestream media who are falling lockstep in in line with the demands of the communist Chinese government here in our own country. Ladies and gentlemen, that should alarm all of you. It really, really should. So this is why you're going to hear me... refer, always refer to it as the Wuhan virus, because that's what it is. And shame, shame on the American media for falling in line and taking marching orders from a communist regime. I mean, it's sad, 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 sad. So, okay, I, I want to, there, there's one thing that I that I wanted to do. Uh, I, I've, I've been contemplating on doing this. I, I had the question this morning. Um, what would I say, what would I had said at, if I were Donald Trump, so the other night Donald Trump came on, and and he did what he had to do, uh, because of what um, a you you need to let the American people know what's going on. In fact, I I would like to see Donald Trump do some fireside chats. Um, I'd like to see him do that type of of, of announcement or or, or that type. You know, Donald Trump can touch people better than any politician I think I've ever seen, and and you know why that is, folks, because Donald Trump's not a politician, uh, but he has a unique unique way to connect with people. And what he did the other night was good, but what he did the other night was basically. He kind of conformed to what the Democrats and the media said he must do. You know, he must be presidential. You know, they, they love to use this, this line against, uh, President Trump. He must be presidential. And, and the establishment Republicans, folks, Lindsey Graham, which you know how I feel about him if you listen to my show, and Mitch McConnell and, and the core of the establishment Republican, Romney, uh, these, this, this, class of clowns are constantly saying he must be presidential, he must be presidential he must be presidential well, look the American people duly elected Donald Trump the American people will judge how Trump should be presidential Um, not politicians but see, politicians live in this world that you and I don't live in the Washington D.C. bubble is a world that you and I don't live in folks, America is being hurt right now Um, This economy is being hurt. There are good, innocent people out there being hurt because of the hysteria that's being caused. But D.C. is not being hurt. Not one Washington uh, politician in the swamp is being hurt. They won't see a recession, folks. They won't see this kind of – they won't feel the pain that's going to come in the next few weeks that we're having right now. Uh, Let me pause for a minute because I think Dave has a – Dave, you have something to say there.
0: Well, yeah, I do. Um had a situation. Uh, I've had a couple of situations now that uh, people ca- came in, and part of it was uh, media-hyped a little bit. But, you know, when Obama would fly into Dobbins, he'd screw up traffic just like every other just president. Just like any president, would. yeah. And so I had... Uh, one host come in just yelling and screaming about how terrible trump was and oh, you know all of this about uh, because he had screwed up traffic in marietta and that one guy that was a friend of his normally gets home in an hour and it took him four hours to get home well let's you know instead of popping off let's look at a guy that's genuine and he went to the CDC because he wanted information. He is our president. Mm-hmm. And uh, as we learned on Agent in Charge, you know, to prepare a president to go anywhere takes
2: advanced oh, it's preparation. A massive, massive, massive preparation.
0: And, it's, uh, and it generally will take even up to months to get it depending Mm -hmm. on where he's going so Mm -hmm. it was that they didn't have months and they couldn't get well why didn't he take a damn helicopter and Mm -hmm. just fly from dobbins to the cdc i'm sure they have a landing pad at the cdc quite frankly i don't know whether they do
2: or not but like um they very well they they very well may but as you mentioned dave there is a reason that the beast is the beast. and there's Well, a it's, reason it's
0: not they... only that. It's like that it takes literally from what, um, you know, our agent in charge, Scott Bostick was saying, or Sandy, I'm sorry, Sandy Bostick was saying, was that, you know, you have to get... Air clearance mm-hmm, and absolutely. you have to shut down all air all traffic that airspace that's uh, could be around uh, Dobbins or mm-hmm. it could be uh, on the fringe of Dobbins uh, I know what it's like to fly into the uh, Dobbin airspace. Uh, you get a rather nasty letter later. <laughs> yeah, and, sure. From um, the FAA. <laughs> from the FAA. And they say, you know, you don't ever want to do that again. And uh-huh. they were right. I never wanted to do it again. And, and nor did I ever do it again. And they don't give you a request. They tell you, no, no, you will not do yes. that again. <laughs> and, uh, so, you know, and it, it, it takes time and preparation. And instead of applauding, applauding The president and saying he's doing a good job uh we also have learned that uh one of the first things that president trump did when he took office was establish a pandemic board and uh he is you know that went right into action as soon as the first sneeze of uh the wuhan virus found out yeah and uh You know, he, in my opinion, I think Trump has done, you know, even as president, you can only do so much. My God, you know, he can't stop it. He can't. Mm -hmm. But he did, you know, and uh, they pointed out the other day on one of the uh, stations, how many lives has he saved by immediately stopping flights to China? Oh,
2: without a doubt. You know. And he did that in January. Yeah. Which the media doesn't want to tell you, you know, they don't want you to know that, that David, you bring up a good point because one thing I want to do a little bit later is we're going to compare. And if you look at the H1N1 outbreak, we went a whole year, the Obama administration and Biden, you mm-hmm. know, or as Biden says, the O O-B- the Biden Obama uh, administration uh, went a year during that breakout without doing any travel restrictions or any, they they made no movement whatsoever and we had over a thousand deaths before they really started to take action uh compare that with donald trump who is the wuhan virus it was what late december or so when we first started getting word of it january when we really were getting word of it and donald trump immediately in january uh restricted travel from china to the united states just like you mentioned and he had some advisors that told him he was overreacting. The media called him a xenophobe. The Democrats called him a xenophobe. They said he was overreacting. They said he was an isolationist, and they, they were making fun of him. Now let's look back. Had he not gone with his instinct, and this president has good instincts, and why? Because he's not a politician. Uh, but he, had he not in, installed the, the travel ban in January... Imagine how worse the outbreak would be right now. Oh,
0: you know, and, and, uh, you know, I don't hear, except between you and me right now, Mm -hmm. anybody praising him. You won't hear it. I I personally not only praise him, but endorse him that he's, Mm -hmm. one, he's done a hell of a job, and not in just one area, but many areas. And, uh, you know, it's... uh, he also done my doesn't mind making a stand and standing by what yeah. he says, and uh, mm-hmm. you know we've got a a situation now that I wasn't expecting, and it's because you know this is why we talk about this uh, on our military shows that why does the government? Yes, we're probably the most transparent, but at the same time, every government, including the United States has to know when to keep their mouth shut because you idiots out there can't handle all of the news. If you heard everything, if you heard everything about Vietnam and things that happened there that had never happened in a war before, you couldn't handle it and you you'd be saying, Oh no, our wonderful troops couldn't have done it. Yeah they did. Especially
2: and with today's snowflakes.
0: Oh yeah. I mean in the environment we're in you couldn't handle it. And that's why, you know, I'm sorry, but the facts are the facts. And uh, we'll tell some of it, but, um, you know, when when people spit on their troops mm-hmm. coming through an airport, and they did during the Vietnam era, then they can't handle the truth. And instead of respecting and bowing to them and... You know, praising them for doing a job you obviously wouldn't do. One mm. percent of our population serves in the military today. One mm-hmm. percent. Where are the rest of you cowards? Mm. And I'm not speaking to my friends, the veterans, my brothers, the veterans. I'm speaking to the people that wouldn't raise their hand and put their life on the line for their country. And I, you know... I give Trump all the credit in the world for being out there, talking about it, telling telling us the truth about it, and doing
2: something about it. Well, doing something. I mean, well, Dave, you know, you remind me of, uh, if anybody's seen the movies uh, Men in Black. Yeah. Uh, there is a great, great scene, and, and this really fits. I know it's a movie, and some of you are laughing, but it's it's it fits today because there was a scene where um, they're sitting on the bench, Tommy Lee Jones, and uh, oh my gosh, why am I forgetting? Um, well, anyway, I, boy, am I going to get some emails for forgetting his name, but you know what? Uh, it happens. I'm getting older. Uh, but, uh, but there's a scene where they're sitting on the bench, and, and he says, he looks to Tommy Lee Jones, and he says, well, why, why can't we tell people about this whole alien thing, that aliens are among, amongst us? People are smart. And, and, he, and, and Tommy Lee Jones, he goes, no, no, no. He goes, a person is smart people are are dumb erratic uh, they get erratic they get paranoid they and they free i mean he basically said you know people, a person can be smart but people as a whole will will uh, panic and and have uh, just these these overblown reactions which uh, which i think what they were alluding to or at least what it what it makes me think of is how sheepish we've become
0: Oh, we're, we're like a herd of cattle. Somebody, yeah. you know, they start a stampede or a stampede of, like you said, sheep or whatever. Yeah, we're and uh, sheep. you know, I, my ex-wife and I used to laugh at the folks that, when somebody in Atlanta would yell i or yell "Snow," everybody would go to the grocery store. And what mm-hmm. if anybody knows if you're having going to have an ice storm? I mean, in Atlanta, Georgia. The first thing you lose is power. (laughs) So let's go out and buy a bunch of steaks, put them in the freezer, that's going to lose power. It's power. (laughs) And what's going to happen to those steaks? They're going to rot now we would buy a few steaks maybe but i had an outside grill and i always grill i love grilling in a snowstorm it was fun it wasn't lightning it wasn't you know i wasn't going to get struck by lightning or anything just snowballs so you know it was fun it
2: depends on how mad your neighbors were at you but, uh, yeah. but yeah but but you're right and and we've really got to, you know that's another thing i want to i want to get to today is is this reaction this overreaction this sheepish attitude um folks I want to remind you again, we're Americans, and we stand up to threats like no one else can, and I have hammered and hammered and hammered over different shows and uh, about how awful and dangerous it is to allow the federal government to have anything to do with education. Well, we are seeing what happens when you have years and years and years of uh, government educating our kids and pumping these kids out because... Ladies and gentlemen, whether you know it or not, it is not the goal of our government to educate the brightest. It is the goal of our government to have a whole bunch of government subjects that will bend and, and, and just obey and, and sheepishly follow any directive they're given from their, oh, precious D.C. establishment swamp. And again, some of you may be laughing, but it is a fact. Just look at what's going on around you. When, when there is a run on toilet paper, I mean, folks, th- what possibly is the reason for that? Uh, it's sheepish. The, I mean, just look around at what's happening. Uh, last night I went to a mall here in Atlanta, Georgia, and it was empty. And I went up to Chick-fil-A because that's where I decided to have a little dinner. And I asked him, has it been like this all day? And he goes, all day. Uh, so there are businesses, there are, are good people being harmed because people are so sheepishly following and and reacting in a in a I mean and again I am not demeaning what's going on because but what I am getting at is we are Americans we can make decisions we can be good stewards we can wash our hands we know the things we can do and if you're sneezing and coughing you stay home you you can make decisions on your own we don't have to trash this economy to 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 have a, a sensible reaction to what's going on now. And I'll give you some numbers in a minute that are probably going to make you sit back and go, huh, why are we trying to destroy an, an economy? And I'll get to that too.
0: You know, God's not going to uh, jump in your case uh, if you don't go to church, if you have a fever or you're <laughs> coughing or anything else, as I pointed out to my pastor and uh, and the associate pastor, and they were both nice enough uh, the next Sunday they said that, uh, you know, stay home and be, mm-hmm. you know, and this is the thing with uh, all of the I was oh, not friend, but uh, acquaintance Billy called off the masters today, which I thought was interesting uh, mm-hmm. but, you know better safe than sorry, and if it You know, they're doing these things because they know something that I don't know, something that you don't know, and they're just trying to keep us safe. By the way, I I don't know whether it's hit the stores yet or not, but, oh, my God, I don't have but two cans of beans or whatever. (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something, and I, I hate to say this, but it's true. Um, uh, we're not going to run out of food. No, we're going to have food. We're not Russia, and if if real push came to panic, I bet Trump would be the first to say, "Let's introduce people to MREs."
1: <laughs> yeah, you know?
0: we've got a lot of them, and we got we've got tons of them. And you know and what? what? They're uh, they're better today than they were. Uh, <laughs> huh? Yeah, when I was in. Sea rations, as they were called. In fact, surprisingly enough, unless things have really changed, we still have, I wouldn't even venture a guess, a a bunch of sea rations Mm -hmm. that they don't ever go bad. No, they don't. There's, you know. They were bad to begin with, so how can you go better? Well, no, well you, they're not that bad. Uh, I ate lots of C-rations,
2: and uh, that's well, before the MREs came along. Yeah, MREs came along. You know, but, it, it's a good point, David, and, and it, you, look who makes fun of when the whole Preppers thing was, was going on, when it was making the news and they were making TV shows about it. Who was making fun of, of preparedness? It was the Democrats. It was your establishment government making fun because you as Americans wanted to be prepared. You got made fun of. Well, ladies and gentlemen, preparedness is a state of mind, and you should be thinking ahead. There's nothing wrong, as as David, I'm sure you will agree with me, there is nothing wrong with being prepared. Now, that doesn't mean you go run out and take every thing of toilet paper off the shelf and put the toilet paper underground, uh, but it does mean have three months, have four months, have six months of rations. You know just the, keep it handy.
0: You know, the most nervous thing I've seen, and I saw it yesterday morning just as I was coming to work, was a dough in my neighbor's front yard. And you mean that, lunch. <laughs> that, that dough was shaking like a leaf, thinking <laughs> Is my is my time up?
2: Well, you know, as as my friends and I will always say, because we are we are look, folks. You know, I'm I'm Mexican descent and I'm Hispanic, but I'm an American first. And my friends and I, we are we are red blooded, Second Amendment flag waving, card carrying. Americans and we're damn proud of it. And David, I know you as well are one of us. And and what I mean by that is we are not afraid to make some decisions and we are also perfectly capable of and have the resources to turn that nice lovable deer that might be stealing from the garden into dinner should we have to. <laughs> you got it, brother. <laughs> and you know, there's uh
0: now, I have I have done it, but I don't want to say I'm perfected in doing it, is skinning a deer and uh, <laughs> we, keeping from
2: uh, cutting the wrong things that will destroy the meat. That will so, destroy the meat. We may have to have a show on that. Uh, I may have to team up with uh, Roger B. with Locked uh, and Loaded, and the three of us should uh, maybe talk about, uh, you know, just in case the need should arise, yep. we can explain on what to cut and what not to cut.
0: <laughs> and, uh you know you uh, how
1: you
2: hang them up, uh-huh. and uh, bleed them, and and, uh and if you're a vegetarian. Hey, look, cows and deer and some of these animals, they've been turning plants into uh plant-based meat for years and years and yeah. years. So if you're that hungry, uh we can turn it into a – we can call it a veggie burger because, like I said, cows and deer, they've been turning plants and grass into uh viable burgers, patties, for years and years and That's years. That's true. But, uh,
3: That's true. But, you
2: know, David, I mean, it's all – these are really good points and this is what I really want to get to today is is we we are Americans and and yes we don't need the government you shouldn't need the government to tell you if you've got a fever if you're feeling bad or if you're just worried then you don't need to go to the to the group events uh, but that doesn't mean we have to go and and have mass hysteria over over a a virus that look let, let me get into some particulars here Yes, this is a virus that causes respiratory uh, problems, uh, but we know already this virus is har- it hardly affects young people. Uh, the younger you are, the better you seem to be able to not even get catch the virus. Uh, the older you are, the worse, or the the better chance you have of of catching and having problems with the virus. There is a whole lot of People, folks that we don't even know yet that have caught this virus, had it and got rid of it and never needed the first medical attention. Um, if you are a healthy person under the age of 70, 75, you, you're, you don't have to have this hysteria right now. We know this. And if you are in the, in those elder years and you're healthy, you, you're going to be okay. Now, if you are a person and I don't care if you're 30, 35 years old, um, look folks i now i'm getting older now but uh but i was diagnosed with cancer in twenty twelve now i would be at higher risk were i still going through treatment um, if you are a cancer patient if you have uh if you're an elderly with respiratory problems already if you have c uh, c oh gosh what is it david c b d c o d c o b I'm gonna, boy. I'm just really making an ass of right. myself today. But yeah. but uh, yeah, I know what you're but there's yeah. a you're right. If you've got CBD these or whatever, CB, yeah. right, if you've got these issues or any kind of respiratory problem or heart problem or any kind of issues, then you need to take. You don't need the government to tell you to take better care or to to be more cognitive of the fact that okay, I don't need to be out in groups because if I catch this, it's going to be way harder on me than a healthy person. But my point here is. When you look back, folks, I'm old enough to remember 2009 and 2010, and uh, I'm old enough to remember how the media – just ask – I don't even have to tell you this. Just those of you sitting around listening to me right now or listening to me later, ask yourself, what do you remember from 2009 and 2010? Do you remember any of this, anything like this? Folks, we had the H1N1 virus outbreak in 2009, and it lasted from 2009 April to 2010 April. And let me put this in perspective because I'll bet you 99% of you out there are going, gosh, I don't even remember, remember the H1N1. I remember the name. I remember something called the bird flu going around. I, I, remember, uh, I remember SARS. I remember some names and, and coming out of China. But do you remember the media doing anything like this? No. Folks... In, In 2009 to 2010, there were 60.8 million cases in the United States. 60.8 million Americans came down with H1N1. 60.8 million cases. As of right now, worldwide, there's 139,000 cases of coronavirus. Okay, folks, listen to me. In 2009, the H1N1, under the leadership of Biden bama there were 60.8 million cases in the United States of H1N1. As of right now, the, the Wuhan virus, there's 139,485, maybe a little more than that, uh, cases. You see what, what the difference, folks? In 2009 and 2010, there were th- almost 300,000 Americans hospitalized. 300,000 people in the United States in 2009, 2010 were hospitalized for the H1N1 virus. They needed medical attention, 300, almost 300,000. We're nowhere near that here in the United States with the Wuhan virus, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I could probably pull it up uh, pretty quickly, but it's nowhere near that. Uh, And then in 2009, 2010, we had uh, uh, just over 12,000 deaths from H1N1. We are nowhere near that with the Wuhan virus. Ladies and gentlemen, in the United States, we haven't gotten anywhere near 12,000 plus deaths. But in 2009, 2010, the H1N1 virus, over 12,000 Americans died. And many of them were children because the H1N1 was quite a bit different than the Wuhan virus. H1N1 targeted younger people. It, younger people had a hard time with H1N1, and over 12,000 Americans died. We're nowhere near that with the Wuhan virus, ladies and gentlemen. We're nowhere near that. And ask yourself do you remember how the media reported this? Ladies and gentlemen, what was the biggest difference from 2009, 2010 to today? Other than the differences I just gave you of the viruses, what else was the difference? Well, let me tell you, the president of the United States was a, was the letter D. The Obama Biden or the O Biden Obama, as Biden likes to call it, the O Biden Obama uh, <laughs> administration. They were leading this the cause. Uh, they were, you know, Obama was the president, Vi- Biden was the vice president. They were Democrats. So the media, what did they do? Look back. Look it up, folks. Pull up a nexus-lexus of the the articles and the things that were being reported. You would get headlines like from CNN and MSNBC, well, there's an outbreak of H1N today, but uh, Obama's over there walking on water right now, and he's doing a great job. That's the kind of reporting. Yes, I'm being facetious, folks, but... You got reporting basically saying that Obama was walking on water and there was nothing to see here, nothing to fear here. When, when you had Reuters and other news agencies saying, hey, we've got thousands and thousands of people coming down with H1N1. What are you doing? Ladies and gentlemen, it took the Obama administration a year and they did not do a travel ban. It took Donald J. Trump Three weeks, maybe all of three weeks, to make the decision to put a travel ban on China. That was in January. I cannot tell you how many elderly people right now, lives have been saved because of what Donald Trump did as soon as he heard and found out about the Wuhan virus. By that one move, restricting travel ban from the very country that, that came up with this virus. If Donald Trump hadn't have done that, we would be in a much worse situation. So he deserves credit. I don't care if you don't like him. I don't care if you believe orange man bad. I don't care if you can't see anything past the letter D. Because when you have a virus outbreak like this, you shouldn't look through the lens of politics anyway. But I have to sit here and do this and remind you of the differences because of what's going on today, because of what the media is doing today. And and you can look all these numbers up, folks. But 2009, 2010, the H1N1 virus outbreak, over 60 million cases, almost 300,000 people hospitalized, over 12,000 deaths. And we went a year with that outbreak, but without any travel bans or anything, knowing where H1N1 came from. The Obama administration and the Biden administration did nothing. Uh, well, don't, I shouldn't say did nothing, but they did not do a travel ban, which is one of the first things they should have done, which is what Trump did. So thank God Trump didn't follow the Biden model. Uh, you know Biden's out there running around, uh, basically plagiarizing the uh, oh, the Ron Klein, I believe is his name. From my memory, I'm going to try to pull this. But if you go back and you look and and uh, the 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 person, this just here you know here I go again. So if you look back at the H1N1, look also look back to 2014. Look at the Ebola outbreak. Uh, same situation, folks. And Ebola was way worse. Uh, but look at how the Obama administration handled it. Uh, the Obama, Barack Obama appointed Ron Klein or Clean, I believe is his name, as the Ebola czar. Now ask yourself, was Ron Klein, who was appointed by Obama and Biden to head up the Ebola fight, was he a scientist? I'm going to go ahead and tell you, no, he wasn't. Was he a doctor? No, he wasn't. He was a political Democrat lawyer hack. And what have you heard for the last few weeks? You've heard as soon as Donald Trump named Pence, Vice President Pence, to oversee and pull together doctors and scientists and pull together a team for a reaction team for this, uh, the Wuhan virus. They made fun and called Trump every name in the book and said, oh, look what an idiot. He's not even putting a doctor in charge. But yet, folks, if you just go back a few years, it's not that long ago, six years ago, 2014, Obama appoints Ron Klein or Ron Clean to head up his Ebola czar office. And Ron was not a doctor, was not a scientist. He was chief of staff for Vice President Biden. He was a lawyer, well known Democrat hack. So, you see the difference here, people? You see why I'm telling you that you've got to be Americans. You've got to remember where the foundation of Americanism comes from because you have the brain power to stand and the willingness you should to stand for yourself. Don't let today's media guide you, don't be a sheep. Look, the media and some of these establishment Washingtons, they would love for you to be a sheep and follow them right off the edge. Because I'm sorry to say, but the goal of the media today and the goal of some Democrats and some establishment Republicans is one thing and one thing only, and that's to get rid of Donald J. Trump. And they're using this, they're weaponizing a, a what is a dangerous situation And instead of pulling together and saying, we as a team, we as Americans will will fight the Wuhan virus and we're going to knock the hell out of the Wuhan virus. Instead of doing that, they are trashing President Trump and they're trying to convince you to be a sheep and follow them off the edge. They want to take you off the economic edge. They are, folks, you don't have to take my word for this. Just go look up YouTube, look up Don Lemon, go look up some of the CNN and MSNBC shows. Go look at what they're saying. Go look at Chris Todd and these other bozos who are out there saying that, oh my goodness, the Wuhan virus could be, this could be Donald Trump's Katrina. This could be the downfall of Trump. This could be the end of the Trump presidency. How in the hell can you sit back and listen to a media say those type of things and believe that they have your health in mind? Because they don't. They do not have your well-being in mind. They have one goal in mind. And this leads me to another thing. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know what? <laughs> We've gotten so crazy we haven't taken a break. All right, we're going to take a break. Let's take a break, and we're going to come back, and I'm going to talk about the downfall of sports, which is another goal of the Democrats. Folks, we will be right back.
1: My name is Mike
0: Mizell, I'm a retired army colonel and president of the Johns Creek Veterans Association. We meet in Newtown Park and part of one of our projects is the installation of the Healing Wall, the half-scale model of the Vietnam Wall that traveled the United States. Well, it's coming to rest and it's going to live in Johns Creek forever, the half-scale model. We're looking at a, possibly a march implementation, ribbon-cutting ceremony, and we're looking for donors and sponsors that want to help us in this great project. You can donate at jcvets.org.
1: My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College.
3: or your loved one, can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com.
0: This is America's Web Radio. Would you like to have a show, talk about your business, or express your opinion? on america's web radio just email gm at com, and we'll get back to you thank you
2: and welcome back folks and folks I, and i'm gonna do this real quick I just wanted to do that because I like to remind people that we are America. And if you've never heard – if you wonder where that comes from uh – uh do yourself a favor and look up – just go to YouTube and look up Team America uh, theme song or pull up Chrysler Team America commercial. Uh, one of the best commercials I think I've ever seen made was from the Chrysler Motor Company. And uh, those of you who know me, I love American muscle cars. And with the Challenger out and the, the, uh, the Hellcat that's out there, uh, Chrysler has done an amazing job with these muscle cars. Uh, go do yourself a favor. Go to YouTube. Search Chrysler chrysler team america ad or chrysler uh, america theme song ad and uh, it is a great commercial Uh, it'll make you laugh but it'll make you proud as well so okay i want to jump back in this folks i want to get into a little bit of numbers here because we're going to run out of time and there's so much more i could say but i want to i kind of i want to ease your i want to ease what's going on because we're having a, a mass hysteria here that that we don't need to have um, we can be sensible about this. We can be smart about this. Uh, we don't need the government and the media, again, to try and kill this economy because their one goal is to get rid of President Trump. Uh, the, the the media and too many in the establishment Washington area are all too willing to hurt good, old, hardworking Americans. There are people that are going to get laid off. There are, there, are, there are businesses that are having to close. There, there are college athletes that are having their careers or their possible future career destroyed because of a hysterical media that has one goal in sight, and that's to damage and get rid of Donald Trump. Ladies and gentlemen. The, the, the media and, and, and some of these establishment politicians has successfully basically, they've been after sports. I mean, let's face it. Uh, they've been trying to demaskinalize men. They want to demaskinalize sports. They've been after football, American football for a while. Uh, now they've successfully ended sports. Folks, at the snap of the fingers, will you pay attention to what your government is trying to do? Pay attention, because a lot of these, in my, in my opinion, are test runs to see how many of you will be sheep. But at the snap of a fingers, I gave you the numbers of H1N1. Do you remember this kind of canceling going on? Do you remember this going on? 60 million plus cases in the United States. Did they cancel all the sports things? 12,000 deaths in the United States. Did they cancel everything? Oh, almost 300,000 Americans hospitalized due to the H1N1 virus in 2009 and 2010. Did they cancel everything? No. Because why? President Obama was president. Uh, well, you, you know what I'm getting at. Um, and again, folks, I'm not mad. I'm just right. And let me give you some numbers. But but I, it pains me to see student athletes being destroyed by... Uh, Look, folks, they don't have to play full arenas, but you could play the game. Um, what an opportunity we have here for all sports to continue and just tell, be televised. What, what an opportunity for people to say, Hey, stay at home. Have your own family get together to watch the sporting event. Order out. There's nothing wrong with a guy coming. I will deliver the freaking food myself. And I'm sure there are lots of people that would love to make extra money. The delivery business, we could have just sent on a trajectory to earn the most money they could have ever made by saying, hey, let's be sensible about this. Let's go ahead and have the have the event. Just maybe don't have all the people show up. Maybe have just family members show up. Maybe screen these family members that show up and let them in the stadium if they have no symptoms, if they have nothing. And, and, but televise it. Let's promote families getting together and watching it in their home. We could have done that. That would have been a better way to approach this. And then the game could have gotten played. Everyone could have watched it on their own TV. And the student athletes wouldn't be, um, being destroyed right now. Uh, I mean, come on, let's face it. Uh, the businesses. The, the, I'm not worried about the pro athlete who's making millions and millions to throw a ball across a court. I'm not worried about that. But what about that ticket stub terror? Uh, the, 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 um, the, the concession worker what about the guy who cleans the restrooms the lady who's 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 uh, serving your beer or the men or we, all of these people who actually have jobs they have to depend on they don't have a million dollars in the bank because they're, they're pro but they're depending on that job all of that is being destroyed right now uh, these are this is what about uh, the scalpers? Uh, You're yeah, right, the scalpers. <laughs> Where's the equal rights for scalpers? So, okay, let me get into a little numbers here. Folks, as of right now, worldwide, there is 139,637 cases of the Wuhan virus. As of right now, there's 5,120 deaths. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me clearly. Worldwide, right now, there's 5,000 deaths due to Wuhan. In 2009, there were 12,000-plus deaths in the United States alone. And today, with the Wuhan virus, worldwide, 5,000 deaths. Now, let me give you a number right now you're not going to hear on the mainstream media. Right now, there are 70,733 cases of people who have recovered from the Wuhan virus. Let me repeat that because you're not going to hear this anywhere but probably here on America's Web Radio and On Point with Victor. There are 70,733 people who have recovered from the Wuhan virus. So what I am getting at, we are rapidly, rapidly reaching – we're rapidly reaching where the the recovery rate – is way, way, is going off the charts, folks. We have 5,000 deaths and we have 70,733 people who have recovered. Folks, is, this is the number you're not going to hear, the recovery number. This is the number we should all be concerned with. This number is more important just about than anything because it is showing that we are resilient to the Wuhan virus and that we can fight back. So, I want you to pay attention to that number. Now I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna pause for a minute because uh, we have a phone call here. Uh, believe, Mark. Mark, are you on the line? Oh, stand by, folks. Stand by because I think I'm um, I'm pretty sure we have a phone call here. Uh, Mark, are you there? Okay, soon we'll I'm sure we're gonna get this phone call in, folks. It's live radio, so this kind of things happen. Mark, you just chime up when you're there. Okay, we may have lost that connection, but uh, but let me get back till when Mark comes on, folks. I'm going to bring him on because Mark's calling from New York, and uh, Mark is one of our favorite callers, and I know that he's got some lots to say today. I'm sure. Uh, but but let's talk about um, these numbers here. Let's. Uh, I can't tell you how important this is, but okay, I don't know right I don't know. now. Let me repeat this: 139,637 cases worldwide of the Wuhan virus. There are 5,000 deaths, okay. and there are 70,733 people who have recovered from the Wuhan virus. Um, that is important number there, folks, that you've got to hear. Uh, Mark, when you come on, you just start talking to me. and When I hear you, I'm going to put you on. Um, so okay. now, here we are, folks. Uh, these numbers, I, I mean, you've got to understand you got to ask yourself why aren't you hearing the mainstream media and the Democrats and, and the establishment Washington why you aren't hearing them give you the recovered number. Mark, you there? So you've got to understand that. So uh, hang tight with us, folks, because we've, we've got a phone call and I want I want Mark to chime in, but we're having a, you know, it's live radio. There, there's It, it happens. Uh, so when we get that fixed, we'll bring him in. But I'm just going to keep going here with Mark, go ahead and say uh, something so, when you hear us. So I want to, I want to talk a little bit about what what's going on and 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 well, let me give you some so just some more facts here in two months after the release of the wuhan virus uh more than t- 35 chinese cities have been put on lockdown uh okay that's how how bad this, this was oh they, all right mark i got gotcha Gotcha. Ah, there you are. So, so folks, let, let's let's deviate a minute from from talking about some of these numbers. And uh, uh, Mark, uh, you're calling from New York, am I right? New York
1: City, <laughs> epicenter of New Rochelle.
2: Oh man, I uh, it, it's sad what's going on there. But um, Mark, what say you about what's going on?
1: Oh gee, I'm going to feel much more comfortable when Joe Biden H1N gets involved in this huh <laughs> well he's going to he's going to think corona comes with lime
2: you know what uh, you know david mentioned this earlier that i brought in lime with me and he wasn't just making a mexican joke were you david <laughs> no no not a, you know the the problem that i understand with biden
0: is uh, they've, you know cho- they've shown him, they've shown him they've shown him over and over again where china
1: is wrap, but hold, he on, can't mark, really,
0: hold on mark hold on mark Uh, You know, the problem with Biden is that I understand his uh, assistants have shown him over and over again
2: where China is, and he can't quite figure out where it is. (laughs) Well, I mean, Biden's new motto is, I'm Joe Biden, and I forgot this message.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's better
2: than some of his other messages. Well, Mark, think about it. I just went over uh, uh, the, the numbers, Mark, from H1N1 in 2009-2010. Uh, Mark, would you refresh our memory? Who, who was leading the administration back
1: then? Well, let's just say they were following Biden and Obama. They weren't really leading anything.
2: Well, good point.
1: Let's be real. Let's be real. Wait, let's use that word. Let's be real clear.
2: Yeah, let's be very clear (laughs) Let me be perfectly clear You
1: know, but as I'm sure you've pointed out As soon as Trump said no more from China people coming in here They all yelled at him, he's a xenophobe
2: Mm -hmm. That's a great point, Mark
1: And go look at Joe Joe Biden's first concern On his website under his plan Is that we shouldn't be calling anybody anything Don't call it a Chinese virus, a foreign virus Mm -hmm. That's his priority? Are you kidding me?
2: See Mark, that is a great, great point, and why I love it when you call. Uh, think about, think about that, folks. What Mark just said. Uh, Biden's number, and not just Biden, but the Democrat Party and a lot of establishment Washington and in the media, their number one concern is not the recover not that people are recovering from Wuhan virus, uh, not that the recovery number, the trajectory is on an upswing. No, no, they're concerned, as Mark just pointed out, they're concerned more about, uh, are you calling it the Wuhan virus? You're racist if you are. They're concerned about optics.
1: Yeah, the bottom line is optics means thousands of people died under Obama and Biden. And Trump, if he would get a little help from both the Republicans and the Democrats, okay, if they would, listen, you may not like the guys, the way he talks. You may not want to go for a beer with him. Don't get the corona. But the guy has an instinct, and that's what you've got to recognize. His yeah. instincts are
2: correct. Well, Mark, look, man, I hate to do this to you, but we're at the end of the show. Mark, I think we'll do another show maybe next week and I'll have you come on and we're gonna, we'll get into more depth about what's going on and, and how this is being politicized. Uh, but Mark, you hold steadfast there in New York because they need more Jews like you. That's it.
1: We're hanging
2: in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. This has been a special edition of On Point with Victor. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, tune in. We got lots more good shows coming up on America's Web Radio. You guys steadfast. You are Americans. Don't ever forget it.
3: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the
0: AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.